police in the morning. At Brookdale Institute, where the wealthy go for rehab, something lurks behind the walls. Years ago, they conducted experiments on lab rats. The scientists have moved on, but the rats remain and have mutated and multiplied. Now, the genetically altered beasts are out for blood and have a taste for human flesh. With the clinic's patients locked inside, it's only a matter of time before the rats find their way in for their next meal. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. We review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. Here we are, back for part two of this year's March, which of course is murderous, abominable rodents consume humanity. Or something. With the 2003 film Killer Rats. You heard what the back of the DVD box had to say. Let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties top and bottom three. What do you want to do first, Paul? You know, let's start with the bottom three first and work our way up. Alright, so getting the bat out of the way. For me, number three. Oh, spoilers, of course. The ending sets up for a sequel, meaning that some of the characters from this movie survived. Number two. Speaking of characters... None of them are likable. None of them are memorable. I don't even remember the names. And we watched the movie, what, like, half an hour ago? Like, I don't know uh, if they had names. They were, were just, just, like, human number one. movie star in rehab. Drug addict in rehab. Whoa, a drug addict in rehab? Ron Perlman. Like, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Dr. Ron Perlman. And then, number one. So, over and over, they mention this point system that they have at the rehab... And how main character girl has no points or doesn't have enough points to do this or to do that. But they never explain how to get points. Like, for for them mentioning this so many times, it's something that should have been explained in some way or another. Or at one point she should have gotten points for something. Not just like, you don't have enough points to do that. I'm taking points away from you for this. Like... Like, what the hell is this point system, and why do they make mention of it so many times? Well, uh, well, the reason why they like, all kept getting killed by the rats is because they couldn't level up, because she wouldn't give them any points. <laughs> it all makes sense. They didn't have survive rat attack privileges. <laughs> Your HP is one. And number three, this rehab center is just way too easy to sneak around. Like, there was a huge oversight on either of the people running it, or the writers of the movie. Well, especially when they keep talking about how it's, like, the last place to go with the best security and all this stuff, and, like, everybody's disappearing, and... There's literally no security. They've got rats killing people, like, on around every corner, and, like, nobody notices. It's... Yeah. Like, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think anything is, le- is less secure than this place. Number two. So you don't really get to see the rats kill anybody because as they're like as the little CGI rats are like jumping on people the camera will like cut away and then you see like blood splatter in a random direction usually not one that would make any sense or the camera comes back later to like the rats chewing on this person laying on the ground <laughs> carrying a CGI head or something like that it was uh yeah not not really all that all that fun to watch and number one the pacing of this movie is god awful like, I nearly fell asleep at least half a dozen times watching this. It is so boring, and, like, I, I didn't even care what was going on. I knew there were killer rats, and that was about it. I don't know. There was Basically, some, anything could have happened. There was some good pacing. I mean, main character girl paced in her cell a bunch. Like, 
Okay, the OCD guy paced around the lounge looking for his cards, like... We're looking for the plot. (laughs) Well, on to the top. What was good in this movie? For me, you know, opposite of Paul, I feel like, you know, the mental institution that they're at seems like a great place to live. I mean, there's no worries, almost no security. They talk about, you know, the patients don't have to worry about bills or anything. Like, all you have to do is put up with a couple hundred murderous rats. Like, that's not so much to ask. Yeah, living there wouldn't be so bad, but on, like, a practical level for the people, you know, running it, there's a lot of potential lawsuits there. Like, minus, you know, the killer rats, which is probably the biggest one. Number two. So there's a scene where they hire these exterminators to get rid of the rats, and they end up using this, like, electric taser thing that, like, explodes one of the rats, and then all the other rats, like surround them and they accidentally electrocute each other to whence leaves them to be eaten by the rats like these these super incompetent exterminators but it's just hilarious because they're just electrocuting this rat and it just goes pop the rats have great you know camaraderie like one of them goes down like a million of them swarm in it's they're good guys you might say they have good camaraderie (laughs) I see what you did there number one the rats themselves. I mean, the CGI, the, the, the rats are CGI, and it's just hysterical. I mean, they're scampering all over the place. There's this one that's, like, half the size of a person that just, like, lumbers around and has, like, magic psychic abilities or some other shit, and it bites people and gives them psychic rat abilities. I I don't know anymore. I don't think the movie knew, but the rats are hysterical. I just love watching them. And I was rooting for them the whole time. They're the only characters that I was like, yeah, yeah, rats, you get what you want. You feast on that human. And the rats... They're definitely the best characters. The rats do... Most of them survive in the end. You know, that set up for a sequel because the main character didn't get eaten by rats. But anyway, Paul, what was your favorite parts? So number one, I didn't dislike any of the characters necessarily. I didn't like any of them, but, what, you know, I didn't what, dislike them. What characters? Exactly. Not enough to hate, at least. Number two, the like you said, the fight between the exterminators and the rats is just hilarious. They've got these, like, electric guns that they're trying to shoot and just going everywhere. I think they tase themselves at one point. They're just falling down and, like, fighting these rats and everything. It's just, it's, they're just so incompetent. Like, I, I, I swear a single rat could have taken down both of them. I feel like a single normal-sized rat could have taken down most of the people in this movie. I think, like, a field mouse could have killed those guys. And number one, the terrible CGI rats are just absolutely amazing. It's so funny seeing them, like, running around, like, so goofy and amazing. And the giant rat, they just look so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> they, like, burrow through walls and shit. and They're going through, like, concrete and everything. It's it's just magnificent. Magnificent. I loved everything about them. Well, something we didn't mention was the dialogue, and, you know... it's good reason for that. We will not be having a good old-fashioned quote war. war this episode because the dialogue in this movie was just, like, so stale. Like, partly because it was hard to pay attention to because it was so terrible, and partly because the parts that I did pay attention to were just not good dialogue. Best dialogue was from the rats. 
And that leads us to, you know, our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is to score on our shot scale. Our shot scales are of our scale 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 6 out of 10. I also gave it a 6 out of 10. So Killer Rats does indeed live up to its name, and that's about it. There are rats that kill people. Unfortunately, it takes an excruciatingly long time for things to ramp up, and the rats don't kill everyone. It does have a few fun moments, but it's better being left in the cellar. Just like the psychic rats in this film. Killer Rats is a movie about killer rats. Unscary, horribly CGI'd killer rats. There is some plot about a rehab and investigation, but honestly, who the hell cares? It's a boring film that's only barely saved by the hilariously bad effects and nonsensical story. And considering this movie was definitely trying to be taken seriously, I'm debating whether or not I should even credit it with that. Overall, there's no real point in watching Killer Rats. There are a million movies just like this one, and a few of them are probably better. I mean, this movie seriously had the same plot as a series of bad decisions, and I think I'd rather watch that again. <laughs> it was that without the porn element. <laughs> and more rats. But Instead of boobs, you've got rats. Now all I can think of is a series of bad decisions, but instead of seeing boobs, there's CGI rats on all the actresses' chests. <laughs> well, you know we've always got ways to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. So come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. We'll give you some drinking games for this film, but remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time someone is smoking, take a drink. Number two, every time they mention the points, take a drink. Number three, whenever anything has glowing eyes, take a drink. Number four, anytime no one believes or doesn't listen to Samantha, take a drink. And five, of course, because it's murderous, abominable rodents consume humanity, every time a rodent bites someone, take a drink. I always listen to Samantha because that's my wife's name. But um, yeah, every time someone is forced to take pills, take a drink. Whenever someone is injected with something, take a drink. Every time the camera cuts away right before rats kill someone, take a drink. And every time there's a rat on someone's back, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-Movie related, you love us comment either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at bmoviebros.gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, that's bmoviebros, follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros, and personal Twitter at bmoviepaul. You can check out all the content, including reviews, interviews, and chats from us at bmoviebros.com, where we have new shows each week. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or pay Patreon accounts. Links are right below. Well, we've come to the second week that we've done here in this year's March. And we'll, we'll make an announcement sometime soon as to why there was a week missed and uh, some changes that are going to be coming. But we're going to rank the movies we've seen so far this month. And in the number two spot is Killer Rats. In the number one spot, Rats, Knights of Terror. Not that I ever thought that I would put Rats, Knights of Terror above anything else. But here we have it. It's in the number one spot. Yes, like, after watching Rats Night of Terror, I was really hoping the next movie would be better, but it wasn't. So Killer Rats goes number two, and Rats Night of Terror is number one. Really hoping that changes, but I, I don't have very high hopes for it. Well, next week we take a look at one of the original After Dark Film Fest films with the 2006 film Mulberry Street. Doesn't have rat in the title, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's, a, it's a step up. <laughs> 
or maybe it was the second round of films. I can't remember at this point. Anyway, until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next one. I'll see you in a little bit.